Hey, Podcast Brunch Club. A quick thanks to our organizational partners. Lentigua Williams and Company, the production team behind podcasts like Latina to Latina, 70 Million and Feeling My Flow. Podchaser, the IMDb of podcasts that offers amazing search and list creation. Audioboom, a podcast network featuring funny, inspiring, entertaining, and thought-provoking podcasts. The Ven which puts out a weekly playlist on the political issues surrounding the 2020 U.S. election. Critical Frequency, an all-women-owned and operated podcast network for independent creators and those who are often overlooked in mainstream media. And Listen Notes, a powerful podcast search engine that also offers list creation. Go find these companies. They are great for both content and discovery, and they support and give back to the listener community. If you're an individual or an organization and you want to support the amazing listener community that is Podcast Brunch Club, think about becoming a supporter. Go to patreon.com slash podcast brunch club. Hi, and welcome to Podcast Brunch Club podcast. I'm Adela, and I'm the founder of Podcast Brunch Club. And I'm Sarah, the chapter leader of the Houston Podcast Brunch Club chapter and the founder of Audible Feast, a podcast review website. So for you new listeners, Podcast Brunch Club is like book club, but for podcasts. There are almost 70 in-person groups, also known as chapters, on six continents. And I'm the chapter leader of the Chicago chapter. Sarah heads up our Houston chapter. And you can visit podcastbrunchclub.com to get involved. Every month, we send out a thematic podcast playlist. And then our chapters meet up in person to discuss and probably just go on a fun tangent and trade podcast recommendations and all that good stuff. Our July theme is Breaking the News, and the list was curated by one of our chapter leaders of our virtual chapter, which actually meets by video conference every month. So you can find the playlist at podcastbrunchclub.com slash breaking news. And a quick recap of the episodes we listened to this month. There were four. The one of the episodes was from the podcast After the Fact, and it was an interview with Alan Miller, who founded the News Literacy Project to help educate people about fact-based news. There was an episode from Crazy Genius, and this particular one was called Who Killed Local News about the scarcity of local newsrooms around the US post internet age or During the internet age, Uh, there was an episode from The Newsworthy, which is kind of a unique rapid fire type of news podcast that shares a little bit about several topics in short format. And there was a Recode Decode interview with Michael Barbaro of The Daily. So, Adela, what did you think of this playlist? I really liked it. You know, honestly, it was funny when when Jenna told me that the theme was breaking the news. I didn't think about it as like breaking as in like throwing everything up in the air and figuring out how to piece it all back together. I was thinking about it as like, how does the news get broken, you know, in terms of like new stories, mm-hmm. you know, breaking news kind of news flashes. But I really like the take she took on it in terms of, you know, what is the future of the media and how can, you know, what's the financing behind it all. And I really enjoyed the interview about the News Literacy Project. How about you? I thought it was very thought-provoking, and I didn't think of the breaking the news the way you're talking about it until right now, until you just said it. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm not even sure if that's what she meant, I, but I just thought of it. I was like, oh, that's actually a that's really awesome. good play on words. So smart. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really thought provoking. And I really liked the questions, the start, the conversation starter questions that went along with this playlist, too. They made me think about how I consume news and whether that has changed over time. I mean, it's well documented in our podcast that I listen to podcasts nonstop. So mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, there isn't a lot of other room left to listen to news or watch news on TV or read news, I guess, on the Internet. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that more of my news has come from podcasts. And I think mm-hmm. that's really interesting. Yeah. You know, whether I trust that more, I don't know. That, that It made me, the whole playlist made me think a lot about what's biased and what's not biased. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, a lot of lot of thoughts to discuss about that. Right. right. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I think I consume my news almost entirely by podcast now. I do a little bit of local stuff. And then I like the uh, Today Explained. Mm-hmm. And I do listen to something called The Skim. Have mm-hmm. you heard of it? Yes. Yeah. So the skim, for those of you who don't know, is like a, it's actually a newsletter that goes out daily and it's sort of breaking down the news. And, and I guess I would say that the, the voice of the email has always been sort of this sassy sort of tongue in cheek lady. That's just a young woman who's a little sassy and it's kind of fun to read. It's not as boring and dry as news would normally be. So it's fun, but they actually came out with a podcast where it's, a little bit the same. It's not just a read of the newsletter, but it's, I don't know, I think they pick three things and they sort of explain why it's important, which is, I think, the key, right? You explain why it's important in the larger context, because sometimes I don't know that. So I that's the, that's the daily one that I listen to to just kind of get the brief overview. Okay. Do you listen to the daily, like I, the daily or any of the dailies? So I subscribe to, I think I subscribe to just the daily and today explained. I have tried, I can't remember right now what the name is of the one from the Washington Post, but I was not Mm -hmm. into that one. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I am also a today explained fan. And I think Mm -hmm. part of the difference for me between the today explained and the daily is Michael Barbaro even talked about this on the recode decode episode with Kara Swisher, he talked about how the voice is kind of like affected. Like there's a, his, what he does with his voice is like when he was talking to her, his voice was slightly different. Normal. They were, it was normal. I know. And it, that always bothers me. Anyone, anyone on a podcast when I've heard them like speak their speaking voice and it's markedly different from how they sound on the podcast. It's very distracting to me because I I already know that there's this other baseline of this person's voice. And I like that it's very calm. I like that his voice is very calm, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it doesn't really fit the topic. And Mm -hmm. so the voice is distracting to me. So, you know, when it's, when they get into the topic and often he's not the person narrating the story, then it's usually, I, I think I perk up a little bit. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of yeah. great that Kara Swisher just asked him directly about that. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty direct. I like I like yep. it. Yeah, I I have the same reaction to Michael Barbaro. I actually don't think I knew what his voice sounded like until this episode, and I just sort of I can't listen to him the way that it's not the pauses. They talked a little bit about the pauses. It's mm-hmm. also that like 
sleepy, sort of very mm-hmm. soothing voice that he uses. And I'm like, I, you know, like, if you want to start a bedtime podcast, that's fine. <laughs> you know, tell me a story before I go to bed, but I can't listen to you telling me about the daily news or some sort of like atrocity that happened in that voice. I just can't. Yeah. And um, yeah. And we talked about this, actually. So I, I as you all know, I lead the Chicago group. And we talked a little bit about this, but I also participated in the virtual chapter this month, um, which was fun. So I get to see different phases and and just hear different perspectives. And we were talking about it too. And one of the participants, Clint, shout out to Clint if he's listening, uh, he works for the LA Times. And so he has some really good perspective in terms of what these daily news shows are doing and sort of the push and pull of the whole media industry. That's cool. Um, and I just want to do another quick shout out in terms of if anybody wants to join the virtual chapter, you know, if you can't go to your chapter meeting or you live in an area where there isn't a chapter or you move a lot or whatever, uh, you could go to podcastbunchclub.com slash virtual dash chapter. I think, I don't know, just you'll find it. I, I'll put a link in the show notes. Cool. Yeah. I got yeah, so that, that was, myself. it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun to just, yeah, hear that and talk about. <laughs> I think a lot of people have very, uh, like, very clear <laughs> thoughts on Michael <laughs> Barbaro. It's so funny. I feel like he's one of the hosts, like, one of the only hosts that people are just like, yes, I love him, <laughs> or no, I like cannot stand him. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I still listen to the daily, and I think they do a great job putting stories together. And yeah, I think it's, discussion provoking as well sometimes you know they i think they've had some controversial view or you know or not viewpoints but people on and stuff in the past and i think that that's good i think that's fine you don't have to be you don't have to fall into the expectation that society has that all media is going to be super left-leaning yeah you know and i guess (laughs) i guess on that note, I, I've thought a lot about how my news consumption has changed. And I believe that as I've gotten older, I care more about my local news. And I mm-hmm. also think that I believe my local news is more factual. And I, I'm not mm. really sure why. I gotta I gotta like dive into that a little bit more. But I I think I feel like when I turn on a local news the the anchor is telling me like a fact about something that happened mm-hmm. in my neighborhood and mm-hmm. when i feel like something that is of national significance i feel I like that. there's there's yeah. such an opportunity to put a slant on it because you're reaching so many other people the benefit may not be there in a local news market to put some kind of slant i don't know i just i mean i'm sure it happens i'm sure somebody will call me out and say oh no mm-hmm. the whatever channel you watch the local news on is super biased but i also think that maybe i care more about local news more yeah. because i've lived here longer and you know i've lived here well, it has in more Houston. of an impact yeah like on your actual life yes, yeah yeah well and i mean really the national news does have an impact on my life but i think that's not the way that national news media talks about things they don't talk about mm-hmm. They talk about things that are good sound bites and they talk about, yeah. you know, I prefer to consume my national news in like a longer format, like something like a reveal or maybe mm. an investigative journalism type of podcast mm. that's going to tell me like multiple sides of a story 
tell me some history about why I should care about this and why it's a current event right now. NPR also does great, great job with a, a bunch of different shows. But, you know, I just, I think if I want to hear national news, this was kind of why I really didn't care for the newsworthy. I don't think I'm the mm-hmm. right demographic for the newsworthy, but mm-hmm. it was not enough information for me at all. Mm-hmm. I I respect the concept, trying something different, as you said at the top of the show, breaking the news, um, breaking mm-hmm. it in a diff- trying a different way. But that was not enough for me to feel like I learned anything about what was going on. It was like basically like reading USA Today headlines. And yeah. I can read that probably faster than I could listen to it in a podcast. So mm-hmm. um, it was not enough yeah. meat for me. Yeah. And I will say anecdotally that I've heard from a few people that they actually loved it and have now yeah. subscribed. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely it might not be for you, but mm-hmm. it's for somebody. And that's the beauty of podcasting, right? Like there's, there's an audience out there for people who are interested in, you know, how escalators work and mm-hmm. like everything, right? So I mean, <laughs> it, it's if, if it's meeting a need, that's awesome. Yeah. So one of the things we talked about in the Chicago chapter was how to like this whole literacy project in the after the fact episode about like what are good ways other than this this type of project to help people determine you know the bias that mm-hmm. potentially underlines the things that they consume and it's just such a huge problem that's kind of scary at least if you mm-hmm. think if you kind of take it to the, a little black mirror you know like it's hard cuz you know I don't want to be in a bubble but at the same time I don't want to hear the hate that yeah. I usually hear if I if I do listen to sometimes the other side mm-hmm. but that's also I think unfair of me to say even that the other side is all filled with hate like that's just that's yeah. biased and that's not true and they might have some actual valid points yeah but like I'm just sitting there with my hands over my ears not listening and just listening to the things or reading the things that I mm-hmm. uh, that agree with my point of view it's that bubble that we talked about a lot after the last election but did you like that interview um yeah it was okay it didn't spur me to uh to action as much as it maybe sounds like it did for you wanting to um be more fact-finding but it it did remind me of like the podcast pantsuit politics where you know you kind of have like and that's not just about news but i mean it's mostly about politics but where you have kind of like different viewpoints of something and and I think they try to be really as factual as possible and have you know kind of a conservative and a more liberal viewpoint about a specific topic or something that's going on in the news I guess I appreciate like the that there are shows that are trying to root out the bias that you know yeah I appreciate that well I think we should move on to the next segment where we go off on a a different discussion. But before we do, I just want to give a shout out to three podcasts that are new Podcast Brunch Club sponsors. 70 Million is a documentary podcast that tells the story of how locals are addressing the role of jails in their communities. Feeling My Flow is a reported podcast where menstruation is an event that happens to all types of bodies across the gender, gender spectrum. And Latina to Latina is an interview-based series hosted by Alicia Menendez, who talks to remarkable Latinas. 
And all of these podcasts are produced by Lintigua Williams and Company. So you can go check them out at lintiguawilliams.co. That's L-A-N-T-I-G-U-A Williams.co. Awesome. Well, I'll put in an extra plug for your your Lantigua Williams and Co. podcasts. Uh, I love those podcasts very much. And I am such a um, proponent of the Latina to Latina podcast. I have been listening to that since the very beginning. And I just think it's so fantastic. Alicia Menendez is a terrific inter- interviewer. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So as we diverge, we always talk about what else we've been listening to or what else we're excited about or what else we cannot stand. So <laughs> I have been listening to a lot of stuff. I took a road trip about a month ago and I just listened to, I forget, I think I listened to like 88 podcast episodes or something on my road trip. It was fantastic. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be by myself. This is a great chance to binge listen to some stuff that I maybe otherwise I would say, oh, I don't have time to binge listen to it. So one of the things I binge listened to was a lot of the Pod Save America Democratic presidential candidate interviews. Have you listened to any of them? No, I, I don't listen to Pod Save America. Politics are just ugh. it. It's pretty le- it's super left leaning. <laughs> but yeah. the whole thing was we're going to give each of the candidates a different an hour or whatever to talk about whatever they want to talk about. And some of these interviews actually happened like back in like January or February. Some of the people that earlier on had said, oh, yeah, I'm definitely in the race. But I kind of like made this promise to myself that (laughs) I was going to try and help make my own educated decisions by listening to as many of these interviews as possible. Um, Mm -hmm. So I probably have made it through maybe like, uh, as you know, there's many, 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 many mm-hmm. candidates that are cur- currently in the ring. Um, I probably, I probably made it through about half of them so far. Um, there's a the mm-hmm. couple that I was just like, this person is definitely not going to win, so I can't do it. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been really interesting. I, I would recommend them if you are interested in what the candidates are about. It's a little stump ish, you know, like it's like, oh, this is this is what I'm going to do. But I didn't feel like I was getting another good like resource to get like in depth. Mm-hmm. What are these people are, are all about? And I thought it was good for that. At least, you know, they would ask them everything. What do you think about immigration? What do you think about term limits for Supreme Court justices and stuff like that. So it was kind of a nice, like, I still need like a matrix to tell me where <laughs> where everybody stands on the different things. Oh, that but would be great. Somebody I should know. do that. I'm sure that probably exists. But, yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was good. And it really yeah. it enlightened me to some candidates that I probably would have never otherwise, I would have been like, yeah, that person, no way. But um, mm-hmm. now I feel differently just having heard their voice and like really felt like I, you know, in a podcast, you feel like you're sort of getting to know the person, right? So mm-hmm. that's the True. beauty of yeah. the podcast. So yeah, I mean, another plug to one of our sponsors, but there's um, something called The Ven. I don't know if we've talked about it potentially on a previous episode, but they put out a weekly podcast playlist about the issues surrounding the 2020 election. Oh, cool. So um, yeah, so if anybody out there is looking to sort of educate themselves about the issues, that's another good place mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, it's yep. the Venn Media, I think, and Venn is with two ends. Okay. 
So what else? What else are you listening to? I mean, I've kind of been in a little bit of politics kick lately. So I also really enjoyed the Embedded series about Mitch McConnell. It was a five-part series, and it was just like all about him, what what he started out as, what his kind of MO has been throughout his mm-hmm. political career. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say too much about that, but I it was fascinating. So um some people will come away from that listening to it and think like he's like a genius, and some people will think otherwise. Um <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, um, it was fascinating. Okay, I'll add that to my list. Also, one of my kind of like long time, like sort of a little bit smaller shows that I always like is Out of the Blocks. And it's from Baltimore. Yeah. And they did a little two-part little series called Out of the Docks. And they interviewed people who live on houseboats. And it was so cool. Like, I don't know. It was just like... What I love about that show is how real everybody is. And they, you know, the premise is they go block by block and they interview everybody that's on that block, whether they're, it could be someone who's homeless or it could be somebody who is working in a shop or whatever, Mm -hmm. but they just interview real people and find out what their life story is or what they're doing on that block. So it's a really cool show, but that this two part episode was, they kind of talked about like. People who lived on like very fancy boats and then people who are kind of um, just kind of scraping by. They talked to a guy who worked on the boats. Um, That was his job. He didn't live there, but he did a bunch of like maintenance and stuff. So I don't know. It was really it was really good. I really liked it. And that one literally right now. But I have to also have to say, just like as an anecdote, that I actually know that Serena, our podcast French club chapter leader in London, lived on a houseboat for like oh, that's awesome. three years. So yeah, so hmm. I'll have to she let might her like know. that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. And then I have to say, one of the things that you know, I like a good podcast that makes me cry. And one of my <laughs> all-time favorite shows that doesn't publish that frequently is BBC's Soul Music, um, mm. and. They did an episode of Amy Winehouse's Back to Black. And if you don't know this show, the premise is that people sometimes, obviously Amy Winehouse died, so she was not on the show, but often they have the the artist who wrote the music or who sang the music talk about the piece, but they talk to other people who've been impacted by that piece. Back to Black is very sad song, and it's kind of... It talks about this like breakup and how these two people like she she feels herself drawn to this person, but he doesn't treat her very well. And it's just a very, very sad song. And they talked about they obviously since Amy Winehouse couldn't speak, they had her one of her biographers talk about that she was so impacted by having to sing this song. She wrote it, but then having to sing it all the time at concerts was like really heavy for her. And Mm. they had other people, obviously that's the whole idea of the show. They had other people talk about how they were impacted by the song. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's just so moving. And sometimes it'll be like, sometimes soul music will have like a, some kind of old Irish song or something like some mm. old world song. And it's still great. Like it's still like, mm. cause they just do such a nice job of putting these stories together of the people that could be you or me that had this 
you know, emotional response to this song. And of course the song is playing throughout the whole show and Mm -hmm. oh, it's just fantastic. You know, I've had the Amy Winehouse documentary on my Netflix queue for a while. Yeah. I was looking at it the other day and I was like, maybe I'm going to sit down and watch this. Because as I've said on this podcast many times, I actually don't watch TV much. (laughs) So for me to actually sit down and watch TV is a big deal. Yeah. And I had to make a decision between that documentary and like the Netflix documentary on the planet. I think Uh, they did a six part series on, I think it's called Our Planet. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to watch nature. (laughs) I I don't know if I want to, I mean. Go down the Amy Winehouse path. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) The sad path. I just had to make that choice. Yeah. I was, my husband had been away for a couple of days. And so I was by myself and I was like, oh, really? Do I want to do this by myself? I don't know. (laughs) I think maybe I'll just watch a documentary about, you know, birds of paradise or something. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, but it is on my list and I do want to see it because she is. Brilliant and a genius. Yeah. What have you, what what recommendations do you have? So I also took a little road trip, but a really mini, mini road trip. And I was listening to a lot of podcasts and I've discovered something called Little Tiny, which is they're 10 minute episodes and they go into something tiny that changed the world. So the one I listened to, yeah, it's from ABC radio from, from Australia. And the one I listened to is about the key that basically could have saved the Titanic from slamming mm. into the glacier and it, the story behind it and what happened and what was this key, what was it to and who had it and why wasn't it on the boat and like that kind of thing. So those are it, just 10 minutes. I'm kind of into these, ten, I like these 10 minute or like under 10 minute little ones that mm-hmm. are just easy to consume. Um, so in that vein, I also started listening to 60 Second Science from Scientific okay. American, which I liked. Uh, they're just really quick bites. I mean, 60 seconds, not always 60 seconds. I think yep. they're like three minutes with all the stuff they have to say. But um, yeah, 60 Second Science is a good one. And then also just I'm on this nature kick. So I've I started listening to Overheard at National Geographic. And it's talking to some of the people who are out in the field doing the work. And then I also started listening to The Wild from KUOW, which Mm. is just about the wild and the people who are, yeah, covering it. So those are my four recommendations for those of you who want to explore a little more. Very cool. Well, we hope that once in a while you get something good from our recommendations. Definitely let us know if you... Or if you ever, or if you listen to something and then you're like, you guys do not know what you're talking about. We're happy to hear from that, from you about that too. Uh, and De- totally. oh, we're always looking for recommendations too. So Adela yeah. was just posting about that this morning on the Podcast Brunch Club Facebook page, looking for, hey, what are you guys listening to? <laughs> what are the yep. gems that we need to find? We got some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Well, we appreciate that you joined us this month. We will be coming to your feed soon with more interviews with the creators of the shows on the PBC playlist. And of course, as I said, get in touch with us anytime through the Podcast Brunch Club or Audible Feast websites. Happy listening. Hey. 
Steve here from the Minneapolis PBC with a few credits. First off, please rate and review our podcast on your podcast player of choice. The music you heard today is downloaded from freemusicarchive.org, and this episode featured music from Chad Crouch with their song Rainbow. The ad music at the top of the show is from Ms. Algana with their song Paradise. Podcast Brunch Club is organized by a woman I can't praise enough, Adela. Sarah De Silva is our other podcast host, the leader of the Houston chapter of PBC, and the founder of Audible Feast. Thanks to Jenna Spinelli, leader of our online PBC chapter. She also writes many articles for the PBC website. Check them out. And thanks to Pia Piscatelli for all her hard work on our social media feeds. Lastly, audio editing is done by me, Steve Zampanti. You can connect with me on my website, conceptualpodcasting.com. Thanks, and happy listening!